Albi Cathedral in Saint-Chapelle, France. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person, for God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. New International Version God is holy, pure, beautiful, and completely separated from all that is evil. However, there is a problem, but it isn't with God. Ever since the fall of humanity into guilt, shame, and impurity, people cannot be near or approach a perfect being. Just as we will surely go blind by looking directly at the sun, or be totally disintegrated by getting too close to it, so humans cannot be with such a holy God. In the Old Testament, God graciously devised a system whereby people could approach the divine. A temple was built. It had very detailed and strict prescriptions about how it was to be built. There needed to be curtains, walls, and borders everywhere to shield the people from being destroyed by the sheer holiness of God. Entering the New Testament, Jesus is the exact representation of God's holy being and presence. In Christ, God became intimately close to people. Through the redemptive events of Jesus, humanity is delivered from the vexing problem of being far away from God. If that were not enough, God the Father and Son sent God the Holy Spirit to be the continuing presence of Jesus on this earth. In today's New Testament lesson, the Apostle Paul tells us that, as the Church, we are a holy temple which is graciously, patiently, and with great care being built into a spiritual house that can be the place where God meets with humanity. The Triune God has conspired and gone out of the way to be with us. The Lord has bended the arc of history for good purposes to be with us. Like a lover separated from his beloved, God has pulled out all the stops to make us holy so that we can abide with him in divine holiness. From the solid foundation of Jesus Christ as the chief cornerstone, we take care to build a spiritual infrastructure worthy of holiness. As he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct, for it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. 1 Peter 1 15-16, NRSV. God's will is for you to be holy. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. 1 Thessalonians 4 3, 7, NLT. Some Christians mistakenly believe that holiness means to exclusively separate as far from everything and everyone who is impure. Any hint or smell of unsound dogma or nonconformity with established rules results in separation. Yet, this predilection for separation is really a form of division, which is contrary to the holiness of God. Because the Lord bends over backwards to accommodate the sinner's ability to approach the divine presence. Indeed, holiness involves a separation from all that is evil so that we can attach ourselves to God and others. Holiness isn't simply an end in itself. To be holy means we are prepared and ready to engage in the highest of aims, love. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring Word of God. 1 Peter 1 22-23, NIV. Holiness without a clear trajectory toward love is like putting a new collar on a dead dog. It just doesn't make any sense. Yet, too many folks have put a leash on that shiny new collar and are dragging the deceased around, much to the chagrin and revulsion of the world, 
who rightly sees this behavior as both downright crazy and plain stupid. Paul would say that kind of behavior will be shown for what it is, building on the wrong spiritual foundation. It's really all about Jesus. Christians bear the name of Christ because we, ideally, center our entire existence, past, present, and future, on the redemption provided through Jesus. And that's what this Christian season of the year is about, we celebrate the birth of Christ, God's breaking into this world, to bridge the great divide between divinity and humanity. The incarnation of Jesus Christ is our foundation. Being a holy temple means being a sacred space large enough to hold love for all people. From that strong support, there is no limit to the breadth and height of God's kingdom. So, may you, along with the Apostle Paul pray. I'm asking God to give you a gift from the wealth of His glory. I pray that He would give you inner strength and power through His Spirit. Then Christ will live in you through faith. I also pray that love may be the ground into which you sink your roots and on which you have your foundation. This way, with all of God's people you will be able to understand how wide, long, high, and deep His love is. You will know Christ's love, which goes far beyond any knowledge. I am praying this so that you may be completely filled with God. Ephesians 3 16-19, GW. Amen.